Okay, so am I on? Yes. Okay, I need to turn the sound off the computer. Okay. But not your, your microphone, just the, the sound of your computer. Okay, can you hear me? Yes, perfect. <laughs> Good morning, everyone. <laughs> so we have a special <laughs> guest this morning for four mornings. So <laughs> we have Melanie Miller. She will do the podcast with me this week and next week because Maria is in the last cabos. <laughs> yes. So we wish her a beautiful vacation and we have Melanie Miller. <laughs> yeah. So I'm so excited because Melanie has read in the past so much stuff about this book the seven habits and now i'm so excited because she uh, talked about the, the another book from stephen covey and another one and i buy so many books yesterday just because i want to make sure to learn everything like melanie miller for next week so i'm really excited to start uh, the podcast with melanie for two weeks so we will uh, have some fun this week and next week so Melanie I will let you start with the synergy okay good morning everybody and uh, I believe you've had uh, an introduction to the uh, synergy uh, chapter um, which is principle six and um, when uh, Maria asked me to do this, of course, I mean, I can't remember stuff that I read 20 years ago. Uh, and so I went back into the book and I started to read it. And uh, as one of our listeners on this morning, Monique will contest, I was really excited about what I was reading. And I thought, you know, I, ha I was at the guest event last night and I had a, a group of consultants that joined me after the event. And I thought, I'm going to try this because I had no guests. So I thought, I'm going to try something with the people who are there and see, does this make any difference? So what I did was I, because, you know, the principle of synergy is that 
uh, many minds are greater than one. And so your power as individuals to create something amazing is much stronger if there are more of you doing it. So um, what I did was I said to the girls, okay, couple of rules that I want to say to you is I'm going to throw out a question to you and there are no wrong answers. And that what we're going to try and do is see what we are all doing and see whether we can come up with something amazing. So the question I threw out to them was, if you could change one thing about your business tomorrow, what would it be? So, um, you know, to start with, it was a little bit, okay, is anyone going to answer? And then somebody brave, because that's one thing that you have to have with uh, the synergy uh, opportunity is courage. One person wrote, I would like 10 more team members. I said, yes, we're on the way. So then somebody else said, I want everybody I speak to to become a member. And then somebody else wrote, I need six members. And then somebody else wrote, I want $4,000. And so what happened was all the things started to spill out and everybody, most people were on track that they wanted to get more people. So I said, okay, so we all, we all want to get more people. So how can we work together to make that happen? And this is where the magic started to happen because then people came out with suggestions. Speak to five people a day. That was something that came out, speak to five people a day. I, was, I said, wow, that's brilliant. How many of you speak to five people a day? Nobody, nobody, okay, okay, so maybe that's an idea, let's write it down. And then somebody else came up with, um, uh, ask the question in the right way. Okay, so that, that sounded like a good idea too. All that to say, we didn't develop it any further because I literally spoke to them for five minutes. But I was so excited about what was coming out. And I said, how would it be if all of you, because you are all potential managers, right? They're actually all in my potential manager. How about all of you come tomorrow to the manager meeting because you're all potential managers because we have our, our organization manager meeting tonight. And how about we do this, this with everybody? And, you know, I actually felt like they were sort of like like this, jumping up and down with the idea that if we work together, we can actually come up with a formula that might work for everybody. And that is the power of synergy. So the, the um, chapter that we're looking at today is called Synergy in the Classroom. And we all know, don't we, in our past, but if you can remember that long ago, which was like, you know, ooh, yuck. 50 years ago now, if you can remember that long ago, the good teachers that we had in our lives were the ones that listened to us. True, right? They were the people that said, what is your opinion? How do you feel about this? How could we approach that mathematical problem, 
right? I mean, I had the most amazing maths teacher. Um, and I wasn't that good at maths at the time. I mean, I'm a very analytical person. But what she taught me was that you, when you ha are confronted with a math problem, you need to think about, think creatively about the solution. And so what she used to do was she used to get all of us involved in how to work out the answer to this question. She didn't just stand in front of the board and say, do this, do this, then you know, you're scribbling notes and you don't really understand. And so I know that synergy in the classroom is one of the most powerful things a teacher can use. But what does a teacher have to have to be able to use synergy? They have to have confidence. They have to have courage. They have to have the belief that they're not the best at everything. Because we all know the contrary to that, the teachers that believe they were best at everything, and if you ever challenged them, it was like they were super on the defensive. Right. And so they were not able to embrace the power of synergy. And, you know, when when people talk about brainstorming, brainstorming can be a very, very powerful thing, but only if it's allowed to be powerful and that the person who is leading the brainstorming is not afraid to let go of control because control is something you cannot have in a synergistic environment. You can be behind and watching how things play out. So um, I loved the introduction um, about synergy in the classroom. And, um, and, and Covey actually says, uh, often there is an absolutely unusual phenomenon that takes place. Right. It's like big if you allow it to happen. And it's like the group collectively agrees to subordinate, to get rid of the old ways of doing things and welcome in new ways. And obviously, in some situations, what happens is the old ways have been forgotten. People have moved on to do other things. And what I realized last night when I was talking to my group of people, that maybe some of the old ways will be reintroduced because they're now new ways, because all the people who are doing them are, are new, right? So they don't know the old ways. So that for me was super exciting. And uh, he talks about a... Um, professor who was a professor of philosophy and this professor had um you know got a class full of students and they were talking about a particularly different difficult subject the only thing i was sad about in the book was that he didn't describe what what the subject was about um but he said that um in the middle of one of the chapters that uh, one of the students stood up and he started to talk about something that had a powerful personal experience on him. And he was talking in a way that was emotional and insightful. And you know what it's like in a class full of students, uh, you know, 18 plus, is that they, they listen and then they really listen. And then 
they actually get involved in what they're listening to. And so what happened was, as the student started to relate his personal and insightful um, experiences, so the rest of the class, they started to, to um, contribute to this person's experience and they started to add their own insightful experiences about it and because the the professor was able to step back and realize what was happening what the power was in this room um, he let go of all his plans for the for the um class and just let the students go and what happened uh, the 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 eventual thing was that they they came up with something that they would rather study in detail than the whole of the course that the professor had planned and probably reproduced year after year after year and they ended up rewriting the syllabus they ended up using different texts and they were so so excited about what was happening that um, they just wanted to, to share it with others so the resulting thing was they kept working on it they kept developing their ideas that they were swept along if you like with the synergy of what had been created in that classroom so that in the end, they had written a book collectively about what it was that they were now uh, doing. And, you know, um, that, that situation is only possible when the person who is supposedly in charge, if you like, of the class is going to uh, allow the synergy to happen. And, and it reminded me, I, I expect you've all seen uh, the movies, I can't, I'm sorry, I can't remember the names of them, where you have all these people trying to uh, propose uh, formulas for things. And, you know, uh, my beautiful mind is something that comes to mind. But none of the brilliant solutions that now exist for uh, many, many things in our lives would have happened if people hadn't worked together, hadn't synergized their, their brilliant minds together to, uh, to create that happen. So, you know, when you can get the chemistry right, when you can get the questions right, you have a, an amazing uh, chance to be able to do that. So um, I think, you know, other situations that may be uh, where synergy should be used is, you know, you have situations where uh, somebody sets new rules, right? Somebody breaks a rule and then somebody sets a rule to cover the fact that that one person or those two people broke the rule and everybody suffers, right? How many, uh, how many times have I said something like, um, I can't even remember the phrase, but I was thinking this morning, where uh, I'm really annoyed that something has changed just because somebody couldn't stick to the rules, 
right? So everybody ends up suffering. And we know that happens in our businesses, in other businesses, where admin just want to pull back the control, whereas what they should be doing is releasing control and working out a best solution that would work for absolutely everything. So um, I'm going to pass over to my young, bright friend, uh, Marie-Pierre, because um, obviously these situations, they can only work in the right environment. So what do you have to uh, share for us, Marie-Pierre, for the right environments? Yes, thank you, Melanie. So I, I found a 15 recommendation to encourage everyone on your team in the classroom to bring their idea to the table. So there's 15 recommendations, of course, that document, I will <laughs> post it on the group, Liminiana Desema Inspirational Group. So you can listen, take some few notes, and you will have the whole document on the group so you can make sure that you have everything in your notes. So number one is make it personal. So whether a personal interest uh, is really niche or shared by many, start there. So you will be amazed by the parallel you find with your professional work and people enjoy discovering, discovering different way of thinking about their work. So maybe it will be from basketball to music to science. When the team starts with the, what they personally care about, they create a whole new uh, avenue for interesting content and idea. So number one, it's make it personal. Number two, Schedule regular team brainstorm and make sure that when you do those uh, team brainstorm, if you ask question, make sure that it's always open question and no question that is always uh, answered only by yes or no. So always have an open question. If you need some idea for question, you can go on the group. You have a lot of documents that we uh, talk about uh, and I think it was the last month or maybe the one before that. We have a lot of documents about some questions you can ask your team. So when you schedule the regular team for brainstorm, so um, this creates a culture of open engagement and ensure your team that their ideas are valued. So for all idea that will be selected, maybe follow up with an incentive. Maybe it will be a small gift card or a lunch uh, with you or access to the company product and service and it goes a long way to show appreciation and will fuel the future innovation. Number three, it's build the right environment. So as a leader, yes, you are a leader, maybe in your work, in your family, in your group of friends, everywhere you can be a leader. So your role is to knock down walls and develop an environment that will evoke creative thinking from your team. So the team needs to feel that their voice is appreciated and that they have room to do cool things. So let them test their idea, see what works and what could be improved and make sure they know that they have the opportunity to do so. Number four, it's schedule one-on-one -on -one meeting. So regularly schedule the one-on-one -on -one meeting with manager or your top person in your life where both sides can speak freely are also a great way to make sure that communication doesn't fall off. Number five, it's be transparent with overall business goal. 
So the more teams know about the changing goals and new opportunity for the business, the more involved they will feel in its success. So creative marketing idea will naturally come uh, if they have, have the desire to participate in the company growth and awareness for the right direction. Number six is ask the team what they want to learn. So one of the best ways to engage your team is by asking what they would like to learn. So for example, if someone say uh, video content, so develop a project that will encourage them to dive deep into what you are already doing and we research competitor in this in the space and present strategy idea. Number seven, it's create a rotating culture. So repurposing the same team for similar tasks. Yes, it seems like the easiest approach to resource allocation, but switching things up can stimulate the new brainstorming idea. So I know for us at Le Diamant, it's something that we have uh, every month, we can uh, meet with a few people and we always have a switch of those people in the same group. So we have always new idea that will come out of those meetings. So to help foster more creativity, consider, consider rotating teams. This will allow your team to step out of their comfort zone and interact with different team members on a deeper level which can spark new idea. Number eight, it's build a share and centralized idea bank. So if you have maybe um, a Facebook group or a Facebook messenger group or something like that, that you can have ongoing brainstorming every, uh, every day on that group just to let go the idea. And um, now when you go in your meeting, you already have some idea uh, already uh, in place. Number nine, it's give them feedback. So give them feedback on their work. Show them how their work has produced real results and why. So give them access to all the tools that they can have to measure their result and to help them analyze the result. Number 10, it's encourage mistakes. I think we have a one podcast, <laughs> a whole podcast about encouraging mistake. We love doing mistake because we know that it will bring something new at the end. So one of the best way to encourage creative ideas by making it really clear that mistakes are not just tolerated, but encouraged. So understand that not all creative ideas are going to be a win it will create a comfortable environment to brainstorm idea and walk through new concepts. So mistakes are part of every creative process and making room for them allows for innovative thinking. Number 11 is outline an objective. So if you are a leader, you are more likely to get creative idea from your team by having clear goals associated with the task and creating a safe environment in which people will feel comfortable sharing their idea. Number 12, it's foster cross-functional conversation. So momentum builds when uh, you can bring members from organization, various departments together and to deliver the idea and execution. So an idea is only a seed 
it takes a cross-functional team to bring it alive. So I love working with someone that is not in my expertise because I know that I will learn so much more that if I work only with people that is doing exactly the same thing as me. So I love working with different people. Number 13 is feed their brain. So schedule an educational activity into your team every week. Number 14, it's offer positive reinforcement. So sometimes the best way to encourage a team member is not is to not discourage them. So if a team member suggests an idea that obviously will not work or maybe is irrelevant, don't put them down, especially in front of others. If they have a great idea in the future, they may hesitate or refuse to share for fear of being mocked. So foster, foster an environment where they are, there are no bad ideas. And number 15 is democratize idea creation. So people who are shy about sharing their idea usually feel their ideas are not great and they may look bad in front of other colleagues. So assert that no idea are dumb and that you and that you welcome all idea. So let your team maybe submit idea via email or one-on-one. -on -one. So discuss some submitted idea anonymously in team meetings so everyone can hear about them and let people choose the idea that they like the best. So that's the 15 point for creating that environment that everyone can share their idea so you can create that synergy. But I know that Melanie, what is create uh, what uh, we love about synergy, it's that it will bring something out of this. So I will let you uh, close the podcast for this morning. Yeah, so thank you for those uh, ideas and uh, for my directors that are on this morning and we have our manager meeting tonight, like we need to embrace those ideas and try and bring them to the table this evening. But what I know about Synergy is there are three things that are really, really important with Synergy. One of them is you have to be authentic. We hear the word authentic all the time, but if you are not authentic, your people will not be authentic when you're talking to people to try and get new ideas. The second thing is you have to have courage. That doesn't mean you're not scared. If you could have seen me before the beginning of this uh, podcast, you would have known how scared I was to even talk about synergy. And so, you know, you, you have to be able to embrace the courage you have and be brave and go out there and, and put yourself basically out there to get ideas. And the, the, the thing that I love about synergy, which um, is paramount to everything, is synergy encourages courage. It encourages creativity. Creativity. So those three things, authenticity, courage, and the best of all is, wow, when the creative juices get going, there's no stopping a powerful group of people. So thank you, everybody, for listening this morning. And uh, I look forward to going on to the next part of Synergy tomorrow.